your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And we got a fun episode for you today. The Blues have two games uh, while Josh and I take the weekend off, as we always do. Uh, they got games coming up against the Carolina Hurricanes, who are an absolute force in this league. And then they get to take the night off uh, in a back-to-back on Sunday and go up against McJesus himself, Connor McDavid, and the Edmonton Oilers. So we're going to break that down in the first two segments, and then the last segment is going to be spent giving our locked on. On players of the games. But before we get into that, I want to thank you guys once again for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, if you're cracking open a cup of Joe with us, if you're rocking with us on your way to work, we appreciate you guys so, so much uh, for starting your day with the Locked on Blues podcast. So uh, without further ado, Josh, what are your first knee-jerk reactions to uh, this Carolina Hurricanes team that kind of had a weird offseason? Uh, they got rid of Nedeljkovic, who by a long shot, a lot of people were very impressed with. They said, get him out of here. We don't want him. Uh, brought in Freddie Anderson, I believe, and he's been tearing it up. So how do you think this team fares over the course of an entire season? How do they look right now? They don't have Nino Niederreiter. He's on injured reserve, but it seems like they haven't missed a beat. Not to take away from the Hurricanes, but before we even dive into that individual matchup, I want to sort of stress the, the uh, torture that this weekend is going to be for the St. Louis Blues. Um, not to say that they're going to necessarily be overmatched, but there are three teams in the NHL that have surpassed the, or have reached or surpassed the 10 win mark uh, as of right now. The Blues will be playing two of those three teams within 24 hours of each other. So, yeah. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a test this weekend. Um and it's going to be interesting because we're looking at you're kind of looking at the tail of two opponents. You're looking you're looking at one team in the Carolina Hurricanes that is just built like the Blues and has depth from top to bottom and isn't really going to give you a shift off at any point. And then next night you completely change your game plan. You say, okay, three of these teams' lines are pretty good, but we can manage. And then you look at the other line, you're like, oh, who's on that? Oh, great. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. So you're kind of looking at two different approaches here defensively for the St. Louis Blues. One team, Carolina Hurricanes, you're going to have to really focus on stopping all four lines. Um, there's no real one uh, strong point that they have anywhere that gives them success. It's it, all around um, overall attack from the Hurricanes. And then you got the Edmonton Oilers, who are led by two of the five best hockey players on the planet. Maybe that's a little little too too much for Dreisaitl, but still, I, I think the top it's... top two in points right now. Yeah, so. so you could definitely make that argument. So it's certainly going to be a test for the Blues. Um, focusing on the Hurricanes, though, I'm sure we got plenty of time to talk about the, the Oilers after. Um, focusing on the Hurricanes, they, they're a scary team. And it's funny because it's the exact opposite of what I'm terrified of from the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers, I'm terrified of when I see number 97, um, on the ice, or oh god, what number is Leon Dreisaitl? Uh, well, this number Le, number Leon Dreisaitl on the ice. Yeah, twenty nine sounds right. Yeah, okay. So it, the Oilers, it's okay. I see McDavid or Dreisaitl on the ice. I'm terrified. Everyone else, I feel like is manageable. The Carolina Hurricanes, I don't think we're going to be comfortable at any point in that game. They got four lines who can produce offense. They got a def, 
defensive core that can shut down opponents on any night. And they got Frederick Anderson between the pipes, who is, you know, at his peak, one of the top 10 goalies in the league. So there's, there's a, there's a strong test coming for the blues Saturday night. Um, It's definitely going to be, I think more of a test than the Edmonton game because the Edmonton game, it's just, can you manage McDavid and Dreisaitl, which obviously is a test in itself, but against the Hurricanes, they're going to really need to play 60 minutes of strong, consistent hockey because Carolina Hurricanes don't give any, don't give teams breaks. Um, So much depth on that, on that team. Uh, especially with the forwards. So it's going to be a test for the Blues defense, especially. I think that's a good point, actually. I th- I do think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, whereas with the Oilers, if you can shut down that power play and you can shut down those first two lines, uh, you can kind of weather the storm. And Obviously easier said than done. but Yeah, I mean, it's it's McDavid out there. But I, I, I'd much rather try to fight a sprint than a marathon, I guess. And I think... The Hurricanes are bringing a marathon, and I think it's almost kind of like St. Louis Blues are uh, looking in the mirror, asking them to change their ways, you know? No message could have been any clearer. I sang that song in chorus in like seventh grade. You're really <laughs> bringing back some memories right now. Dude, we, we brought out Indeed the other day. I'm just going to try and work some kind of song into every episode we do from now on. But I really do, though. Like, it's... It's like the Blues are looking in the mirror for their scale of success, right? Because the Hurricanes are built around depth and they're built around goaltending. I think the Canes might have uh, the edge a little bit on defense. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, Tony D'Angelo's playing great hockey right now. And you've got a guy that's extremely underrated uh, in Jacob Slavin. So I think all those things combined, I don't know. I, I mean, we got Tori Krug on, on the bench right now too. So uh, I think that would help us when he comes back. But I, I really do think these teams looking at each other, it's like the Spider-Man meme, right? Because they're very similar in the way that they're built. Uh, They're very similar in their skill, and they're very similar, I think, in the way that they're going to end their seasons. Uh, And hopefully that's a deep playoff run for both of them. I I, I might be giving a little bit of a spoiler pick here for my my locked-on player of the game, but um, one storyline that I think is pretty important is Justin Falk will be making his return to Carolina for the first time in, like, two years because of covid and all that um so revenge game I, like i said i'm not trying to spoil my pick for lockdown player of the game um but no like you said i think when it comes to like a, a matchup of depth like that i think the blues forward core can match up with anyone in the nhl um defense is definitely a question mark and hey you're gonna need your best slash second best defenseman to show up um in a game against a team as deep as carolina so um, I'll elaborate more on that in the third segment, though. Yeah, exactly. And um, whoever you pick for Locked On Player of the Game, every single player for the St. Louis Blues is going to have to come with some energy. So if you need some energy in your workday or your just day-to-day routine, you got to check out our friends over at Built Bar because I love Thanksgiving, all of the good food and treats and plenty of them, but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars because Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any dessert. They're low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. 
Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Uh, maybe Aunt Betty won't stop. Maybe Aunt Betty won't stop talking about politics. You can shove one of these in her mouth and she'll be quiet <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Black Friday. And that is coming as well. So mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event for Built Bar with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, the Edmonton Oilers. Don't go anywhere. Do you follow that account on Twitter, Tommy? The ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Yeah. Every every it Friday is like clockwork. On the Fridays, da- yeah. Craig. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Oh, it just perfect. feels good. The way he says it too is so poetic, but just music to my ears. But uh, what else is music to my ears? Is Connor McDavid? I guess music to my ears uh, and eyes. Is Connor McDavid playing hockey? Just not when he's going up against our team. And unfortunately, he has just been on an absolute tear this season. And it's been, it, like I said, it's been a pleasure to watch, just not when you have to go up against him. So he can do his thing all other games of the year, but when he plays the Blues, please just calm down, for God's sake. Like, relax just a little bit. Let somebody else do it. Um, and that's going to be the test for the St. Louis Blues. Is can they lock down McDavid? Can they lock down Dreisaitl? Pujarvi's having a great season, too. Great season. Great, great season, too. Yeah, the great Good season, Good Lord, brother. Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and unfortunately for my fantasy team i traded him like a week in because i didn't think it was going to be oh, sub- said, like i, I didn't think he was going to sustain this hot streak no i would never trade McTavid. i traded pull yarvi but i got Kreider out of it so we'll see it's it, it might end up being close but josh knee-jerk reactions for the edmonton oilers how excited are you to watch connor mcdavid play against Ryan O'Reilly and the St. Louis Blues team that is just knee deep, like as far as you can go, deepest teams in the league. He's going to have a flurry of studs and players coming after him, trying to lock him down, trying to get the puck past him. How do you think he's going to fare? How do you think the Blues are going to fare? Uh, And what are you most excited about for this matchup? I just want to get this on the record here first and foremost, because I don't think I, I haven't had the chance to talk about Connor McDavid um, on this podcast, maybe really ever. I don't know if we've had a Blues Oilers preview. We did. Okay. We did. Okay. Because you got mad at me for saying McDavid's better than Gretzky, even though he is. Okay. Well, you see, I'm really glad you pointed <laughs> that, that out. <laughs> we can run that all right, back. All right. I'm really glad you pointed that out because I'm about to make myself sound like an idiot with the point I with the point I'm about to say. With that being said, with me having gotten mad at Tommy in the past for thinking that Connor McDavid is the best hockey player to ever exist, I think and I will put this here first, at first ever take of this on the Lockdown Blues podcast. No one else here in this call has had this idea. Connor McDavid is the greatest hockey player to ever play hockey. Um, no, but <laughs> jokes and jokes. Are you guys hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside. Um, y'all, y'all hearing this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love no, it. but okay. Think about it. I think Gretzky has the best career. Okay. I think McDavid is the okay. best player. Yeah, and even if at the end of the day they have different numbers, it's I think it's, 
you can't take anything away from Gretzky yeah, because I had a, a legend. really well and they're then te- they're different eras, I had right? A really you did. Well you said formulated point about Connor McDavid being really good at hockey, and then you had to remind me of that time that I said he wasn't as good as hockey at Wayne Gretzky. So now I feel kind of silly. No, but okay, restart. <clears throat> it's not every not every night you get to watch the greatest hockey player of all time play, um, and I think Connor McDavid is that guy. Um, I, I think he's had the skill recently. I, I just don't think I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. So he's the greatest hockey player of all time. What I said a year ago, maybe that was just ignorance on my part um, or whatever that was. But as of right now, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I think the accolades will come um, maybe this year with the way that the team's looking, but it's not every night you get to watch a, a game with the greatest player of all time. It would be nice if you got to have him on your team and watch him every single night. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a different game against the Oilers. It always is when you play someone like Connor McDavid, and that's really hard to do in hockey. It's really hard to have a player that can take over a game like that. I, I think the the closest we've seen are you know maybe that night when Patrick Laine scored five goals against us way back when. Um, and, and every once in a while playing Ovechkin, uh, and Crosby a couple years ago, maybe before he got hurt and then covered it up for five years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so rare in hockey to just have a player that can dominate a game as much as Connor McDavid can just, you know, where all you have to do is basically say, okay, if the, you know, 40, 40 minutes when Connor McDavid isn't on the ice, if we hold our opponents to like three goals, we probably can win. That's insane. That the, That's the way that the Edmonton Oilers can play. And they finally figured it out how to put a decent enough team around him where that he can go out and do his thing and have, you know, what is he, three points a night still? It's ridiculous. So, the, look, the Blues might go out and get – McDavided, like I said yesterday, and he might put up three goals and two assists, and they lose five to four. It's about how how they're able to neutralize him, and I, I hope they win. Um, but anytime you're playing someone like Connor McDavid, you're 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 kind of risking the chance of them just taking over the game. And not to mention Leon Draisaitl. We're about to move into segment three. We haven't even talked about Leon Draisaitl. That's how good Connor McDavid is. Um, but anytime you're playing a team like that, you really just have to honestly just say, like, try your best. Because Connor McDavid is one of those players that no matter what schemes you draw up, no matter who you got out there, no matter if it's Victor Hedman or me on defense, it's you got to just try your best. Um, and I think that's going to be a lot of emphasis on the Blues to just play their game, play their style. McDavid's going to get his chances. He's going to get his goals and assists. Um, nothing you can do about that. So it's sort of about not getting, I guess, demoralized when he does his inevitable magic when you're playing perfect defense and putting all the pressure on and then McDavid hops over the boards and dangles through four of your players and puts the puck past Jordan Bennington. So uh, it's going to be a fun game. That's for sure. I think he phrased the best. Like you really have to like send your guys out there and just be like, do the best you can. If you neutralize them, that's great. If not, like, it lived to fight another day. And I think, I mean, Connor McDavid needs to be in a hockey league of his own with other just other, androids other and mutants. That, yeah, like for real. Like just walking through four guys like that 
like, like what are you supposed to do? How how could you have defended that any better? Dude, you know, he's, he's literally like, he's literally playing NHL be a pro on rookie on beginner. Yeah, with the, he's got with the, the tips. The little tips pop above <laughs> his head, like and the, and there's, it's way. actually like a tutorial. It's like a tutorial. It's not even the beginner. So like the tips pop above his head, and like as he's skating up to the defenseman, it does like normal speed, and then it like slows down so you can like stick handle like a like a madman and just like do whatever you want until you like complete the task and make the defenseman look like an idiot. Yeah, that's that that is the level of hockey that Connor McDavid plays at, and I think that's the way he renders the game too at that speed of. Just everything slows down to like just ridiculously slow speed. I mean, the the goal, the goal, you know, pronoun, the capital T, capital G, the goal from Connor McDavid like a week and a half ago. Did you see all that stick handling? Yeah, just ridiculous. I played hockey for like, I played hockey for like 10 years. He completed more deeks in that one sequence than I completed. And you did in your career? Total. Here's the thing oh too with McDavid, God. and I think why what makes him so good, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of people in. Um, I was watching a podcast the other day, and they were comparing Messi and Ronaldo, right? And the guy who was on the podcast as a guest um, said that Messi is better than Ronaldo because a lot of what Messi does is just God given talent, and it's like you can tell that it comes from above, and like there's stuff that he does that you just can't teach. And with Ronaldo, a lot of his is like speed and skill and like training and like he's man-made almost. And I feel like McDavid is like Mc, like McKinnon is kind of man-made, right? Because he has that whole diet and you can tell that he works out and like came a long way in his development of a hockey player because of the weight room. But McDavid, there's no, Connor, there's Connor no amount. was just sitting in a room for 18 years. And then the yeah, like he's not going to go name. home. He's not going to go home and like work on squats for like... I mean, he's 17 off seasons in a row. And next thing you know, oh, he's the greatest hockey player of all time. You know, like there has to be some kind of uh, will within that formulated him into this behemoth that we've seen today. And I think that's kind of what puts him above the rest. But also uh, we've seen in recent news lately that he's working on perfecting his one timer. So he's he's aware that he has that God given talent and that he is above a lot of people. But he's also trying to develop man-made talent and make himself better than he already is, which is just absolutely absurd. That, yeah, that's the thing too, is when when these guys don't, when you got guys that don't settle and obviously there are players out there, you know, work ethic is so huge. Um, there are players out there that probably have reached a point in their career and have settled and said like, I'm happy being this good. And not that that's a problem. You know, if you reach a peak of your game where you're an NHL athlete, more power to you. But then you got guys like Connor McDavid, who's like, I am on pace to put up more points than Wayne Gretzky when goalies didn't lay down or use their pads ever. Um, and I still need to work on my one-timers and still need to work on this. You know, obviously every NHL player is working to get better, but like it's it's the work ethic too, which Connor McDavid is what, 24-ish? Something that like right. that. He's got 12 to 15 years of being top five in the league i 
yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about that. It, it's it's if this who is, knows if how long his career will last too. You what's know? he gonna be at thirty? Because he does a pretty good job of like not getting lit up by guys. So he could, I could see him having a very long career in this league. But uh, you could see him having a fantastic season. You think he's got a heart trophy in him? Um, do you think the the Blues and the Oilers and the Canes are gonna hit the over this weekend? Which they're definitely going to. Uh, you can throw some money down on Bet Online because they're back and better than ever with a new web interface to start off basketball season as well as the NHL season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all hockey, basketball, and football action this season. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive receive your bonus from basketball football baseball nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports at bet online where the game starts when we come back everyone's favorite segment locked on players of the game for the st louis blues matchup against the carolina hurricanes and their back-to-back matchup against the edmonton oilers so don't go anywhere for everyone at home that was listening through covid first of all we apologize. Second of all, uh, this might sound a little bit familiar to you, but the Blues are going to be going through the gauntlet oh. this weekend. So if you, so in your opinion, Josh, if you had to pick a locked on player of the game for both games, or do you want to start with the Canes first? No, or do you want to do both? both? I got them both. I got them both right here. All right. Let's, let's rip both players right off the jump. Who are they going to be and why? Uh, I mean, I think it's, they're kind of two obvious choices, but um, they make a lot of sense. And the first one is against the Carolina Hurricanes. I mentioned it earlier, Justin Falk making his return to Carolina after two seasons um, or two years, you know, not playing there due to COVID and all that. Uh, he's been one of our best defensemen all year, and the defense has been a suspect point for the St. Louis Blues, to say the least. Um, and matching up against the Carolina Hurricanes, that is a team that has 10 wins because of their depth. Uh, it's because on some night when their first forward line isn't rolling, their next three are. Or their first pairing of defense isn't looking good, their next two are. Or their goaltending is lighting it up. So they're they're a team that's really showed a lot of strength in a lot of different areas, um, as have the Blues. But the one area that the Blues have lacked in is their defense. Uh, and if they're going to beat the Carolina Hurricanes, they're going to have to sort of beat them in every area, offense, defense, and goaltending. So I think that they can beat them in offense and goaltending. I think it's pretty close. Uh, but I think they have the advantage. And in order for them to sort of get that edge on defense, I think Justin Falk needs to continue his really strong start to the season. And what better way than to get a revenge game against his former team in the Carolina Hurricanes? Um, now, my Edmonton Oilers one is a little bit quicker. Uh, to beat the Edmonton Oilers, you stop Connor McDavid. Stop Connor McDavid, you put Ryan O'Reilly out there any single time you see Connor McDavid on the ice. Ryan O'Reilly is my lockdown player of the game against the Oilers, Justin Falk against the Hurricanes. I think the O'Reilly one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, he, he's been a little bit slow slow since his, his return. He hasn't gotten up to full speed yet this season. Um, I think being able to lock in defensively against a guy like Connor McDavid could do wonders for his confidence and just his ability to translate that to all areas of the game. So, yeah, Falk and O'Reilly, my picks for lockdown players of the game. I think it was reported too that O'Reilly, I think Berube said in the post-game conference that he might be experiencing some lingering effects of 
uh, COVID. And so like the fatigue might be playing into that. Uh, I like those picks. I'm going to go with a kind of devil's advocate route for the Carolina Hurricanes. You said the most important thing for the Blues in the game against the Hurricanes would be their defense because that's an area that they've been struggling, right? I'm going to say that they're going to continue to struggle. Um, and for that reason, I think <laughs> I just, I'm just calling it like it is. I, I don't know if they're going to have it figured out yet. Tori Krug has some big skates to fill. He was playing like an absolute madman at the time he went down. He's not going to be back again. So uh, that could be an area for the Canes to exploit. So they go through the forwards, they go through the defense. They're going to be staring at Joel Hofer apparently because it's a back-to-back and it doesn't sound like um, Jordan Bennington is going to be playing both. He might, but Luke Korak said there's a possibility that Joel Hofer will be playing uh, the first game against the Canes. So if that is the case, imagine being 19 years old, Joel Hofer coming up in your second NHL game and staring down the gauntlet of an Carolina Hurricanes team that has four lines rolling and just ripping shots at you. I think that's going to be, it's going to be a good testament and we're going to be able to see just like, obviously there's a lot of hype around Hofer specifically since the world years. We're really going to see uh, if the talent level and the, and the production, I guess, development of him and he's still young, so he has time, but um, the development of him as a goalie, uh, matches the hype because that is a very good team. And if there's any testament to see where you're at and how you can fare in the NHL, it's th- just throwing the best, one of the best teams at you. Um, so either he's going to stand his ground and his confidence is going to raise immensely, or uh, they're they're going to pick apart the defense and pick apart him, and it's going to be a nightmare. So that's my pick for the Carolina Hurricanes for the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to go with a guy that I thought had one of his best games of the season, possibly his career. Uh, maybe not his career. He was I know, pretty good I know in the who it's going to be. I know who it's going to be. But I think against the Oilers, you might have an easier job of locking down um, their team as a whole just because they only really have two lines and then they kind of fall off in terms of depth. They're not as deep as the Canes, like you said. And it's still going to be a big test for this defenseman, but I think he's up to it given the way that he's played this season. So my locked on player of the game for the Edmonton Oilers game Rosen. is Colton Pareko. Oh, shoot. I, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> you were close. But I, I do think it's going to be a team effort from both of them. Like, oh, we, we need to start doing the point system too because I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. But I, I do think it's going to be a team effort from everyone. The defense is going to have to be at least like they can't just not show up at all. Like they have to be stout. Hopefully they play a full 60. Um, and hopefully we see Joel Hofer continue to, to be a stud in the, at the NHL level. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's certainly going to be a test. I think it's interesting because like, even if you come out of this weekend with two losses, there's definitely a way where you can say, look, you played a back to back against two 10 win teams and you battled hard and that's okay. Um, yeah like if we lose both games by one i'll be happy yeah it's it's one of those things where you just got to kind of accept it for what it is you know it would be one thing if you were playing carolina had a day off and playing edmonton but you were literally playing probably the two best teams in the league um on back-to-back nights it's florida yeah top three yeah i mean you could argue florida as well i think any of those three teams could be argued at number one or number three interchangeable so whatever regardless there are three 10 win teams and you're playing two of them within 24 hours of each other it is 
not something that many NHL teams will ever have to deal with um, on a weekend back-to-back sort of situation. So definitely a test for the Blues. But, hey, there's also a scenario where we're sitting here Monday saying the Blues just beat the Hurricanes and the Oilers. <laughs> Are they a Stanley Cup contender? So, Tommy, this, this episode on Monday is going to be uh, drastically important. Depending yeah. on what happens this weekend. A spectrum of emotions, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, but it is going to be tough for the Blues to deal with McDavid and for the Blues to deal with the Canes. Uh, but thankfully, you guys don't have to deal with us anymore because we're out of time. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening to the Locked on Blues podcast. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're oh. currently listening to. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube as well. So subscribe there and hit that notification bell. That way you never miss an episode. You can hop in the chat like Richard Clay, Chase Mann, and Meg Higgins. Thank you guys so much for hopping in. We really appreciate you. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked on Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at 12 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.